Hey guys, welcome back to Habits of Normal Success. We're on episode 13. I'm really excited to be here in Hamburg at Vitobeat's headquarter. Uh, Vitobeat's the company where I'm working at, and we're here with uh, Lars and Leonard. Hi guys. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for being here. We're making the time. Um, I think so. The reason why I really wanted to have a chat uh, with you guys is because obviously you're vegans, and I'm really fascinated in a positive way by the life choice that you've made in terms of what you put in your body. And I think there's so many conversations going on around the topic of what's healthy, what's non-healthy, what is the effect on your body of making a vegan choice, or what's the difference between vegan and vegetarian, for instance. Mm -hmm. uh, aside, I mean, everyone might know what the difference is, but why do you do vegan rather than vegetarian, for instance? Um, and I have a couple of questions, and I think we'll never have enough time probably to go through all of them. And it's literally just... Uh, natural conversation around the topic, sure. uh, see where it goes. Um, what is the main question when you tell people that, oh yeah, I'm a vegan, w what are the main trivial questions that you get from everyone? Well, the classic one, where you get your protein from, of course. <laughs> it's funny though, because yeah. like, no one really cares about it until you mention that you're vegan or vegetarian. So yeah. that's, that's a classic. Where do you get your protein from? <laughs> so, yeah. oh, I don't get any. <laughs> no gains. Um, no, actually, there's so many plants that you get your protein from, uh, actually much on a higher degree than from meat, for example, broccoli, or let it be tofu. Yeah. And there's, in fact, not a single study, really, that uh, proves that you get a deficit on protein from eating vegetarian or vegan. Yeah. So um, I think it's a bit of a habit. You get used to it, but like once you put some thoughts into it, you find so many fruits, vegetables, yeah. nuts especially. Nuts, beans, yeah. um, like you said, soy. When exactly. Even when I, I wasn't vegetarian, and there was a time where I checked actually the amount of protein in food. Mm -hmm. When you compare, for, for example, tuna, to to tofu, mm -hmm. there's much more like protein in tofu than in tuna. Okay. And tuna is already like one of the highest protein yeah. sources people are using when they try to gain muscles. Yeah. yeah so actually, like the, the what you say, the conclusion is that if you want to gain weight, you should <laughs> eat tofu for sure yeah. or more soy. Yeah. There's even in broccoli. I don't know. Correct me if I'm mm -hmm. wrong. Like broccoli and like I said, like beans, um, chickpeas, nuts. There's so the only thing what happens is that you actually get your proteins from different sources mm -hmm. than only one. How did your body feel as a sort of a? How long did it take for you to feel a sort of an effect on your body? How, how maybe it felt lighter, it felt better. How long did it take, and what did you feel exactly? Um, from my own experience, I think that it probably takes a couple of weeks to get used to to eat beans mainly and kidneys and all that. Kidney beans, probably, kidney beans, right? Yeah, <laughs> not, not kidneys. That's an interesting for a, a vegan diet. I eat kidneys. <laughs> it's funny. Um, but you probably start with a bunch of farting in the beginning. <laughs> but after your stomach gets used to that, I think uh, you can tell the benefits you get from it pretty straight away. For me, it's the opposite around, yeah? I mean, I was lactose intolerant anyways before mm -hmm. I became vegan. So I, I wasn't even able to digest milk or dairy products mm -hmm. and once I became vegan this actually made me feel like more healthy straight away yeah because digesting all these milk products is kind of a 
nasty thing. I mean, the body has to digest like, like some heavy products. Actually, you have to think about it. Like I, I'm, um, met someone who's into Ayurveda nutrition, yeah, mm-hmm. which is like the Indian, um, Indian, like from India, like a mm-hmm. certain way where you not only look what you eat, but you try to keep your body as healthy as possible. And it's like a detox, like mm-hmm. whenever you eat, it's kind of detox. And um, also they, they, they have like, they say like certain bodies have like different kind of diet digestion. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they try to adjust the, the diet to the body. But there's another story. But what, what they said is that like most people, they, they wake up in the morning they get some like fresh fruits, some um, cereals mm-hmm. and some yogurt and they think it's healthy. Maybe they even pour some milk on it. And actually all of this is really hard to digest. Mm-hmm. Like the, the cereals, if you haven't cooked them up like, like a porridge, it's hard to digest. I mean, yeah. everyone just need to, st- or you should start to feel your body more like in the morning, especially once you arrive at work. Uh, how was your breakfast? How does it feel? Does it feel heavy or not? And if you have a lot of milk or cheese, yeah. like for me, it w- always was like this. I, I ate in the morning and I had Because like, you had milk and cheese. Yes, and, and yeah. then I felt like heavy straight away and tired again because the body needs power yeah. to uh, digest all this stuff. But let's say you give your body something which only gi- is like pure energy. Like maybe some fruits, you cook a little bit and then some soy yogurt or stuff like this or almond milk and then like a porridge this is so it's warm as well Mm -hmm. so the body doesn't need to heat it up to digest it and it's like really really easy to digest and give you like gives you like power straight away to start in your day this is just like a like a first idea how or for me especially how i felt the difference straight away totally yeah and i think you really just start to realize how much you consume something let it be milk, for example, milk products, until you drop it. Yeah. And then you start to realize that you consume it in such a high degree, like morning, lunch, dinner. Uh, it's crazy yeah. if you think about it. And now that you mentioned uh, digestion, um, there's actually like 70% or so of the uh, human population that's like uh, intolerant to lactose yeah. by now. And I think that's like, it's kind of strange, right? Like, I feel maybe it's normal to not be tolerant mm. to lactose. Lactose? How would you lactose, pronounce it? Lactose, yeah. Yeah, lactose. <laughs> so um, I think it's a good thing to question our consumption at that point because maybe we're just not really meant to drink cow, cow baby milk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the main point, right? There's a really nice quote. Imagine you have a, like your wife or your girlfriend is pregnant, yeah, and you get a baby. And then someone takes away your baby, and then a cow comes and drinks the milk of your wife. This is actually yeah, the same the thing. Reverse situation. So, and and just like I mean, to this is like a really tough way to say it, but I think that's what you just said. Yeah. We're drinking milk, which is for a baby. Of yeah, we're the only mammals who are still yeah. we're still drinking milk. I mean, and all the time. Like I think like, an interesting question on that might be, and I I love milk, but I try to reduce it over yeah. the years and. I mean, I have it in the morning with, basically, I have an espresso, very Italian, and uh, then a shot of milk, basically, in there. But I don't consume a huge amount, so I used to consume back then. I mean, when I was living in Austria, I used to consume five liters a week of yeah. milk, easy, because I love it, and I was never intolerant. Um, 
but then obviously the thinking, oh, actually we are the only, you know, the only mammals that uh, consume still milk today. Exactly. Um, I mean, after becoming adults. Yeah. But the question is, aside from that, and that's fair to say that there's also some research that shows that it's not good for your body. What about, for instance, if you take, for instance, Greek yogurt or just yogurt products, but based on dairy, there is also a huge amount of research that proves that it's really good for your, you know, for your gut bacteria and that like, for instance, Greek yogurt, really good, not as heavy as milk and not the same as drinking milk. So for instance, how do you feel about that? As in, obviously you made a choice of being vegan, so non-dairy, so I don't eat yogurt, but in, in, your, in your perspective, in your eyes, is yogurt sort of a bit of a better thing than milk, sort of? Um, no, Lars is uh, nodding, <laughs> uh, not nodding, shaking his head. Well, I agree on the point that there's, uh, there are some uh, good parts about yogurt probably, or milk, the uh, ingredients, let mm-hmm. it be calcium, for example, but I feel that you still get the whole package. Yeah. Yeah. And so that means that you still get antibiotics and yeah. feces. Yeah. So, um, which is kind of gross if you think about it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you literally are eating shit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, of course, it's always um, a question about um, what would you call it? Uh, measure how much yeah. you consume it. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't say that it's completely unhealthy if you consume, consume it on a, like a decent basis, I guess. Um, but yeah. still, these are the points that I consider uh, that it's still, the, you still get the overall package. I yeah, know, you, I mean, yeah, it is, it, it's still a dairy product, obviously. Yeah, yeah. And, and that's what I think as well. Like you said, first of all, it's, it's not about is it like a yogurt or is it milk? It's, it's about our, our food industry. We have to question like the whole thing. I mean, I wouldn't, even if I, I mean, I don't judge people. If they want to drink milk, they can drink milk. That would have um, been one of my next yeah. questions, but <laughs> so, we'll, we'll come yeah. to that too. Yeah. So seriously, it's like everyone makes their own decision. Yeah. And of course, there are some studies, some really like good studies, which made me vegan, not only for ethical reasons. Ethical mm-hmm. reason is one thing, yeah, yeah. because mm-hmm. I care about the animals, but because of health, yeah. because uh, what it makes, or what what for example, cancer and all these illnesses you can get. But that's another story. Where we need to start is, like, if you want to have like, milk products or food in general, where do we get our food from? Yeah? And so if we think about where do we get our food from, then there is no difference if you get like, a regular yogurt in the supermarket or milk because it came from the same cows, like Leonard just said, yeah. which are full of antibiotics and some other Makes medication. Sense. And this is industrial food, which is actually at the end somehow bad for our body like you said at the yeah. beginning what you put into your body this is what you get out at the end like yeah. this is you have to live with the results and, and that's what i said one more time if i if there's for example someone um who has who owns a cow and then they drink the milk of the cow mm-hmm. um i think this is this is like a decent way to deal with it mm-hmm. um also because you know what you feed your cow i yeah. hope so there is no medica- there's no medicine in that cow maybe mm-hmm. And then on the other hand, and this is the other problem Leonard just said as well, is that you have to wait to get your milk. You don't get milk all the time. Yeah. So you consume it in a much more mindful way. Only when Which was probably there. the way it was consumed yes. ages and ages ago. Yeah. That when and the now cow once can give you, you milk. Become, yeah. yeah, and once you become vegan and you start to check like what is in a product, it doesn't matter if it's like a yogurt or anything mm-hmm. else. You check bread, you check cookies, you check chocolate, and it always sells egg and milk 
milk powder. Mm -hmm. What's milk powder? I don't even get it, right? <laughs> But it's something they use to, uh, mm -hmm. I don't know, what's the English word like to, uh, it's like a, strecken, like to, to uh, um, what do you want to say? Strecken, like they try stretch. to. Yeah, stretch like the whole thing, like to you, like there's this example you told me about chocolate. Like oh, normally exactly. chocolate yeah. was vegan, but then they put milk in it to because it's cheaper. Yeah, they did it in the early days. <laughs> yeah. Um, now if you buy bitter chocolate, that's mm -hmm. actually being yeah. That's kind of how chocolate used to be in the beginning, and then they started uh, stretching it with milk because mm -hmm. it was cheaper. And now, of course, it has some taste benefits too. I agree. It's not as bitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the whole point actually. <laughs> yeah. I mean, so I'm jumping from topic to topic. Uh, That's cool. <laughs> going back to the trivial questions of what I imagine people ask you, and to be fair, I think what I asked you when I yeah. first met you guys and when I understood that you're vegan, says, what what prompted you to this choice? As in, what is it that that moment where you clicked and like I'm going to become a vegan? And is it something that s sort of happened across days, across weeks, or is it literally from one day to the other? I'm not eating any dairy, mm -hmm. any meat, like, hmm. and went vegan from one day to the other, cold turkey, or was it a step-by-step -step process? Like, yeah. What is it that sort of inspired you? In More like cold tofu. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bad one. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, I actually started uh, when I had a bet with a friend that I would be vegetarian for a month, and then he would get me a rack of beer, and that's not really. Uh, that is a really <laughs> a good reason too. To <laughs> But um, like during that time, I kind of questioned my behavior, and of course, there are these documentaries that you yeah. watch, and that kind of get you to the point where you um, start thinking. And I was vegetarian for like one and a half years, and then became vegan, and it's been three years that I'm vegan now, and I think. From my perspective, uh, last said it earlier, there's the ethical point, but also the health benefits and the environmental benefits. And for me, it's the overall package really that uh, counts. I started for ethical reasons, of course, and then you do your research and um, find out that there's so many diseases like uh, cancer, diabetes, obesity, um, cardiovascular diseases yeah. that are related to uh, meat or da dairy products. and then you keep going and uh, there's a documentary called Cospiracy that um, shows you the impact on the environment yeah. and really how messed up the whole food system is in the industry and <clears throat> you get to that point where you don't really want to contribute to that anymore. So um, for me it's really the overall package that you get mm -hmm. from being, being, of course it's not perfect, there's still, um, uh, what do you call it? Um, Palm oil, oil, for yeah. example. I'm see, not eating that one. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm not eating. But, but see, I'm not saying it's perfect, but um, it's, I think it's a very big step if you consider the challenges that we have right now. Did you, yeah. when you went from you know being for a year, year and a half vegetarian and then to vegan, was it a massive difference in how your body felt? Because a lot of people say, you know, I'm vegetarian and I already mm -hmm. feel I'm not, but I already feel really the benefit of just skipping out meat, there's some people who do pescatarian, which is just, yeah, they eat fish. So did you feel that the biggest benefit was going to being vegetarian or then the final jump of becoming vegan was the sort of the extra kick? And then last week, can hear also from you the story about, yeah. Um, it's kind of hard to tell. I mean, I could tell straight away when I broke milk that my skin got much better, that mm -hmm. for sure. Um, otherwise, um, I feel 
probably when I dropped meat, I mm-hmm. felt right away that I got much skinnier. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think a good example for me is, which I would correlate to both um, meat and dairy though, uh, I love running and mm-hmm. I could tell that even though I had less time to go work out and train due to like internships and university, um, my results when I would pr- participate in marathons would get much better. And there was a point when I felt that this diet is actually helping me a lot. Mm-hmm. Well, about you, Lars, what, um, what got you into becoming a vegan? And yeah, so I was vegetarian for about four years mm-hmm. before. Like, uh, I, I, I actually, I was eating 40 eggs a week. There was this time, yeah? 40 <laughs> eggs. And I drank a lot of milk. I ate, like, a whole chicken, at, like, during one uh, meal. Um, and I was like really into gym and stuff like mm-hmm. this. Uh, and then suddenly, somehow, I, I changed to become vegetarian because um, I was always like, actually, like deep in my, like deep inside, I was mm-hmm. always thinking about the animals. So this mm-hmm. was like an ethical decision. Um, and I realized, I, I, before I thought it's like so hard to become vegetarian because every food has to have meat. And then um, at home, we started to change our cooking, the way we cooked and stuff like this. And somehow... Step by step, step basically. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, so I got used to the vegetarian meals already. And then on one day, I decided, okay, now I will stop eating meat because I want to do it for the animals. This was my, my first yeah. decision. And then becoming a vegan was like one year ago. And I had like these vegan days already i tried to get into it i was all the same yeah oh this is so hard i'm not sure if i can do it and then i watched this movie which is also a free movie not cowspiracy but it's called hopeful and when i watched this movie i realized that being a vegetarian is it, it doesn't say that you actually care about animals because mm-hmm. if you care about animals you have to be vegan that's what the movie says and that's actually true because what is the movie called again hopeful I hope what you eat matters. It's actually mm-hmm. free on YouTube as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I also know the director. I'm like in contact with mm-hmm. her. She's like she was putting up that movie with her own money because she wanted mm-hmm. to spread a message. Anyways, like when I watch this movie and you see like how cows are crying for their babies and how they kill like those baby cows and how they kill like those baby chickens just for eggs, like you realize, my gosh. I mean, this is no ethical. Just to be vegetarian, you have to become vegan. Yeah. And. Um, that's the one thing, and then the other thing was, uh, especially like the health reasons, like like Leonard said as well, like the the the, the connection between cancer. There's like this China study, yeah. which actually tells you that um, the, the the that milk products are actually grow or help cancer or tumor cells to grow. Yeah? And when people and I have like a history which is actually related to uh, a loss in my family and which is cancer related. Mm-hmm. Um, I realize in hospital when you get cancer and when you do a chemotherapy, they give you milk products. Yeah. I mean, this is like so strange. And when you read more about this, and like Leonard said, when you feel more and more healthy once you um, cut off you cut off the mm-hmm. food, uh, this is like a like a such a like once I watch the movie, it's like a like a how do you say rational decision. Like yeah, okay. almost like there's no other yeah. logical things to do. Yeah. yeah, Would you for people? So for someone who might be listening and someone who might think, oh, you know, actually I would like to try it and would like to yeah. see how it goes, and maybe you know it can be the I'm getting free beer, and then actually it turns <laughs> out that it's awesome, or it can be an initial more important decision. But do you suggest? Would you suggest to these people start out by you know trying the vegetarian for a bit? 
and then if you're managing that, then you can go on to vegan? Or would you say, for the reasons that you just mentioned yeah. now, the ethical reasons of it, just, you know, if you have it in you, you have it in you, just... I mean, like, I can say it from my perspective, and <laughs> Leonard and me, we have this discussion every now and then, because I'm, when I became vegan, and now I'm getting stricter and stricter, <laughs> but I'm still not that strict that I mm -hmm. say, like, every meal needs to be vegan. I, I try to be vegan whenever I can, mm -hmm. but it happens that um, you get invited to some friend's house, and they don't have cook a vegan, no. and I don't want them, like, to, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, feel uncomfortable then I would go vegetarian mm -hmm. and this was something I did for the first year let's mm -hmm. say and this made it actually quite easy for me to say yeah I'm vegan if there is no other option I go for vegetarian but, but so then meat is a no-go meat is a no-go yeah. because I think it's disgusting yeah, <laughs> yeah I don't want to have like some dead animal like on my plate but when you when you have like this like this option to become vegetarian you don't, you know what people do, like, and, and I don't want to judge them for them because I'm part of them. Like, is okay, I try to be vegan for two weeks and now I messed it up because I ate something, mm -hmm. I don't know, like a chocolate bar. Then, uh, let's screw this whole thing. Yeah, it's a bit like going to the gym and you're like, oh, yes. I haven't gone in a week, so fuck yeah. it, right? But it, yeah, and if you, but if you do it the other way around, okay, there, you have these options if this, there's really no way. Let's say on a business trip, I have this every now and then, you go somewhere, they don't have any vegan option. Mm -hmm. And then you starve to that, and then you have to, I don't know, take care of your client. This is quite, this, is, this happens, makes your yeah. life hard, and it shouldn't make your life hard. That's what I believe. Um, I know that Leonard is is more strict, and I'm I'm really I, I think that's a really good way, and I'm learning from Leonard as well because I'm becoming more and more stricter right now as well. But then you have like, if you have like a buddy and you say okay, let's find the next vegan option, it's quite easy, right? Yeah. Um, compared to if you're only surrounded by people who eat meat, and then you're the only person, and then you're screwed again. Yeah. But I think this is like a good way to get into it if you want to get started. Yeah. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, I mean, from my perspective, I got very strict um, after the years, which is hard though at the beginning because you uh, find out that there's dairy products or egg in literally everything. And so you really have to like, uh, put more thought into it. But um, I would never say that you have to become 100% vegan right away because I think that would have scared me in the beginning as well. Mm -hmm. And I would have said, oh, like, screw this, I can't do this. Mm -hmm. And I'm not even going to try. Mm -hmm. So, um, <clears throat> I believe to get more people to uh, try out vegan, I think it's really a good way to just maybe drop um, meat and dairy products like twice a week or so, have a vegan meal, have a vegetarian meal as well. Um, totally just step like, by step. Of yeah. Life, yeah. Um, put a little bit diversification into your uh, meal planning. Yeah. And then hopefully if you um, do it right, you'll find out that it's actually super uh, tasty. Yeah. And then it's not really that uh, cliche that people have that you just eat uh, carrots basically all day because uh, that's really not the case. It's super diverse and so just, I don't know, just like do your own um, thing basically and try out a little bit. Yeah, but now there's so many resources. Obviously, it's a totally, lot more yeah, of a topic yeah. than it was 10 years ago. And yeah. I think in terms of amount of websites and yeah, YouTube videos and so on, like mm -hmm. I'm certain that you're not out of recipes just to come back to your, yeah. sorry, to come no, back to no, your no, very no. first question, your question was like, when you tell people you're vegan, what mm -hmm. do they no, say? Exactly. My, the question I get is, oh my gosh, is it hard? Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you do it like, like, or if you do it step by step, like I did, 
And there are too many sources. There are too many vegan recipes right now. Yeah. There are too many different kind of food sources. So if anything, it was hard in the beginning a bit, but... It's not, not hard, hard at all. Yeah. It's, not, it's not hard at all. Like, you, you just do a little bit of research, and of course you have to pick some other products, but it's not like Leonard said that you only eat carrots and salad. There are so many ways. Is there one thing, if you had to sort of pick one and forget one second about, you know, the overall package, like you said before, so the ethical and nutritional benefits. Is there one food that you miss? It doesn't need to be meat, but like one sort of guilty pleasure that you really miss and you're like, oh, well, I would like to have that, but I really can't. Kinder Schokobons? (laughs) I don't know if you know that in uh, England. That they do the little eggs of uh, Kinder, right? Uh Exactly. They're pretty good. But... um, so that's That'd be one the one for, for me, but uh, what about <laughs> you? Me is uh, like melted cheese. On melted cheese, yeah, <laughs> of course. But do you because the the cheese they have like there are some vegan options. Mm-hmm. Doesn't it right. doesn't really yeah. matter. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't They're getting better and better, yeah. but I'm still yeah. wondering because melted cheese. Like what I read this article like ten years ago that melted cheese in Germany is actually no real cheese, anyways. It's like okay. some chemical, whatever, right? <laughs> yeah. Isn't it analog cheese uh-huh. or however they call it? But like it? by melted cheese, you mean like the raclette, uh, the raclette or oh, the sorry. one that you put in the oven and like open up. Maybe like Yeah, of course you have to skip this if you yeah. make like a. There are some cashew nut cheese mm-hmm. versions you can actually it's prepare. Good. Okay. It's really nice. It's it's just like sometimes, of course. So choco bones and melted cheese. Yeah. That'd be it, yeah. Is it something that you think you sort of, I don't know, if there's a big reason to celebrate something, you're like, fuck it, I'm going to have a choco bone and fuck it, I'm going to have a <laughs> melt, melted cheese sandwich or something, or you don't think you'll ever, like you don't miss it that much. You miss it a bit, but not never to the point that you're actually going to be like... Not for me. I mean, uh, there's so many... For you, it's good, just kidneys yeah. anyway, so... <laughs> <laughs> no, there's like... I think the market for um, vegan candy, uh, if it's mm-hmm. that topic, is getting so much bigger and bigger because, of course, there's uh, more people buying it, and there's actually lots of good um, alternatives by now. Yeah. yeah. So I, I wouldn't consider that. Okay. Um, one interesting thing. Uh, oh, sorry, that's the phone. Um, one interesting that you guys uh, mentioned before, obviously, was uh, conspiracy that I've watched. Um, not enough to keep me off milk completely, but it did like every time now I consume it, it's like, oh, like how much it costs and how many resources it costs to actually produce this mm-hmm. piece, of, like this quantity of milk. Um, a bit of a provocative question. So, yeah. as in, if I remember correctly, and I don't know if it's in conspiracy, but I might have read it somewhere else that obviously the whole, for instance, if you think about deforestation and most of it is done to create more space for cattle ground. So, to have more cows, more pigs, more farming of meat, basically. And that's obviously a big problem. On the other hand, there's also topics such as deforestation happening because of avocado plantation, deforestation happening because of soy plantation. And obviously that's, for instance, soy it's an essential ingredient in a vegetarian and a vegan diet. So how do you sort of looking at that overall package and looking at the ethical aspect? And of course, still not killing animals, forgetting about the animals, but in terms of deforestation and impact on the environment, especially because so many people are picking up soy and alternative products, there's more demand for that and there's more deforestation to have, like you were mentioning before, like palm oil, for instance. Yeah, exactly. yeah. Maybe All start right. with with soy, because soy is like the easiest way to, uh, easiest thing to discuss. Right? Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not exact. You know, it's I not like I'm an expert. Numbers, <laughs> yeah. But I think it's like, is it 3% of what is it? Like mm-hmm. 3 or 2% of the soy, which is actually the soy we are eating, mm-hmm. 70, uh, 97% is for the cows? 
like for the cows which produce milk okay. and the cows we eat. So this is where the soy mm -hmm. goes, goes, right? Mm -hmm. So basically by globally reducing the consumption of meat, so the demand for cows and this, uh, that will reduce yeah. also the, obviously the demand for soy them, uh, right. itself and that will reduce the forestation aspect related to soy. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Good, good answer. <laughs> I think avocados is a bit harder probably because mm -hmm. they do consume lots of water. Yeah. But, um, <clears throat> see, that's what I said about like I think I don't think it's perfect. Yeah, it's never going to be. Every I think way. anyway. It's just uh, for me right now. It's the uh, most ideal way. Yeah. And still, um, avocados don't consume as much water as course, um, yeah. a pound of meat does. Like one pound of meat, that's like fifteen thousand liters of water, and like, it's super messed up if if you think about people in Africa living off like I don't know like twenty liters a day maybe not even. So. Um, of course, avocados consume quite a lot of water, but I don't eat it every day. And mm -hmm. you still have to question, keep questioning your habits, yeah. even if it's vegan. So um, it's good to talk about that, but yeah. still put it into relation to meat. Um, yeah, of it course. Makes I mean, huge that's difference. Yeah, yeah, com yeah completely irrelevant, idea. of course. Like a friend of mine, he became vegan only for ecological reasons. Yeah. So if he's at a at a dinner mm -hmm. and someone eats let's say meat mm -hmm. and then they would say okay I, um, I'm full I chuck away the meat he would eat the meat because it's even worse to chuck away the meat yeah, yeah but he's vegan yeah yeah uh, it's only like he really tries to, yeah, yeah he really tries to make the connection to like what impact does the industry and food industry have even like flying everything on the planet he doesn't yeah. fly anymore only if he really has to like he visited me in Hamburg and he came from Barcelona and he would go by bus and train, right? Yeah. So he could fly for 30 euros, I guess, but he wouldn't. And he told me that avocado story as well and he like compared it. There are some studies as well that even if they ship around by boat, like all these avocado, mm -hmm. avocados from South America, it's still such a, like a small impact compared yeah. to meat. One other thing, as in we mentioned yeah. about before when, you know, when people ask you, usual question about being vegan, and because of the fact, and I mean, I myself, I'm not a massive meat consum consumer, but occasionally I'll have my burger, my steak. We're talking once a week, not even. Um, as in, we've never eaten a lot of meat, mostly being Italian, a lot of pasta, as you, the stereotype <laughs> is true. Um, but the, obviously, like Leonard, like you were saying, as in, it's not a perfect system, but it is a, like a lot better system than people who consume meat people consume there in terms of impact on the planet aside now from the personal individual benefits of for your body but globally a vegan diet there's no doubt about it that it's a lot a lot better than any meat related diet or even pescatarian diet for instance so when people i don't know you go out with people and i know some someone might be or maybe it happened i don't know that someone is in your face with oh yeah i eat meat and i love meat and blah blah don't you have sometimes a tinge of not superiority but kind of like that you want to convert people, that you want to tell them, you're, man, you're fucking do this, doing this wrong. And I'm the first one to say, I enjoy burger, I enjoy steak, but I'm the first one to think that you guys in a position where you are, you would have a very good reason to sort of feel a bit like you're doing it right and the rest of the people who are eating meat aren't. So how do you balance that? Oh, I need to let, like you said before, Lars, you, you need to let people be, that's their decisions, but you also know what impact their decisions have on the whole planet that we leave behind. So how do you balance that 
this is me, this is them. I would like to tell them off, <laughs> but I won't because I don't want to be a pain. Yeah. I know when I started, uh, I felt very like a bit uncomfortable about it, so I didn't really talk about talk about it much because I always was scared to be that cliche vegan stereotype, you know, that angry one trying to mm -hmm. push other people into veganism, and so we just kind of let it be in the beginning, but. Um, then he met me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and now you, you teamed no, up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I turned into that missionary. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stereotype. No. Handing out flyers. <laughs> yeah. um, I, I think uh, everyone really has to make that decision for themselves, but um, there's no bad thing about maybe recommending some facts, some yeah. uh, documentaries. And I have lots of friends of mine that uh, consume meat and uh, at some point like you still get to talk about these things and there are questions or points that no one of them, I mean, we are totally aligned. Like no one wants to hurt animals mm -hmm. and no one wants to destroy this planet. So um, then you got the facts on the other hand. And I try to do that like super smooth probably, but just like provide them with um, documentaries, for example, conspiracy, what the mm -hmm. hell. And there's, lots of people, lots of friends that totally agree on that. And from then on, they kind of have to make their own decision, of course. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wouldn't ever force anyone because that just doesn't work. Like, if yeah. you would have forced me earlier to like not eat that steak, I would have eaten two instead, just, yeah. mm. just because. So it's, it's like a decision you have to make on your own. Yeah. But for me, it's different, though. So for me, it's, I, I say, like, I let people be. That's one thing. Um, and but first of all, like the first thing is being a vegan is already a message. That's what I feel all the time. Like you are vegan and people would talk about you anyways, mm -hmm. even if you don't bring That's it why up. we're here, yeah. right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. You I wouldn't have a yeah. conversation with someone who eats meat because yeah. it's just like, okay, yeah, I do that too. <laughs> so by, by being vegan, you already bring that topic up to yeah. the table when you are true. at lunch with your colleagues, when you're at lunch with your family, when you're at lunch at your friend's house. Mm -hmm. Somehow this always happens. So because you are different or you eat different from what like regular people eat, and that's why somehow you start to discuss this topic like almost any time. But then again, you have to make your own decision if you want to actually jump on that decision yes or no yeah right and this is for example like leonard maybe does like you can be a little bit more softer and spreading the message by just don't not eating this but then i'm sometimes becoming actually a little bit aggressive like you asked me <laughs> like like to actually push people but this happens because some people who eat meat they won't let you go they want to discuss this topic while you're eating. Yeah, but then that's an that's an open invitation. It's yes. like you yeah. you want to talk about it. Yeah. Let's talk and about it. And then this, yeah, yeah. Then I go like jump Full straight on. into their face, and then Fourth I will year. tell them like the whole story, like we just said. And then I can bring up some disgusting images or whatever. Like I have everything prepared. But <laughs> he has a folder. Yeah. Seriously, I, I was posting like sometimes I get angry, right? Yeah. I, I saw this this video on Facebook where they were shredding like shredding the shredding those chickens, mm -hmm. like those baby how do you call them? Uh, the, the chicks. Yeah. Yeah, baby. So you saw actually how they got killed, right? Mm -hmm. This is what happens. Yeah. This is the truth. And um, this happens when you produce eggs. 
So I was really angry because normally when you see those uh, videos, you don't see how they actually kill them. They ju you just see them falling mm -hmm. and that's it. But in that video, you saw how they you saw all the blood and stuff. So I was like, okay, that's disgusting. People should see that. People eat eggs. Mm -hmm. So I just posted that one on Instagram, like in my story. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I got messages seriously like, my gosh, <laughs> why would you do this? Like you, you're, 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 you're not allowed to show people something they don't want to see. But this is from people who know you on Instagram? Yeah, or know okay. me, yeah. Um, but like I said, like sometimes I have this, this way, like de depends if I feel like this is really like an unfair world where we're living in. So this sometimes comes up yeah. and this a lot comes up if someone actually wants to discuss something while I'm eating. It's a bit like food. a special power. Yeah. yeah. So, and then you, you have to, then you, I, I'm coming yeah. back with some arguments. Yeah, oh, totally. I mean, you're right. It's usually like not, I feel me or us that start on that subject, but it just comes up anyways. Yeah. And of course, like you have to, like, you have to have your arguments basically, and in the end, you always end up being that vegan stereotype anyway. Though. So <laughs> it's kind of you funny, embrace though it. You didn't even it. bring up that subject. Yeah. Yeah, but I guess I mean, like you said, if people, you know, because it is obviously a, but by the fact that you go out for lunch and there's other people who might eat meat, and obviously that is a topic that you talk about very quickly, and I think there's a difference. And I mean, I've met people who would love to sort of, oh, but why? And why do you do this? Yeah. And why do you do that? You know, like the same way when you talk about, broadly speaking, climate change, as all people yeah. are like, oh, this is not really true. It's a hoax and <laughs> yeah. it's true. So if people talk about it, then you're like, okay, well, <laughs> here I go. And so, you have yeah. your, your arguments too. Yeah. And also, like, once people get super like, pissed about it, like, for example, last friends on Instagram that write them back, your bros, take that off Instagram. Or if you see um, like Peter people standing in the city with their screens in front of them showing um, like um, animal factories, mm -hmm. people feel offended by it, kind of yeah. meat eating people. And I think that really shows that um, these videos hit very close to home, kind of, yeah. and that they do know that it's wrong. They don't really um, yeah. have come up with their own decision to take from it though it's true yeah. i mean if i very openly about myself as in i love animals and i if i think about it the fact that oh this was a cow and this was a pork i especially am very fond of pigs mm -hmm. and i still eat them and i this this is wrong and this is a there is a mismatch on so many levels i think that the important thing is that, There's like you said, black box. They call it black. Yeah, box. it's true. Like a, that you need to make your your con, like your conscious decision. And exactly. once you made it, then no one can take it away from you because yeah. it's not some something mm -hmm. that I don't know your girlfriend or your brother, or your sister decided for you. It's something you decided yeah. for yourself, totally. and that's I think the main thing. And the second, I think, to just be open to sort of you know accepting new ways because we grow up, especially I don't know if I, I'm born in '85. If you think about the usual diet that I would get, I, it would be, totally. you know, pasta and salad and then occasionally a piece of steak, sometimes a, a burger without a patty, like it's all part of how you grew up. So yeah. mm -hmm. you have an image like that and you know that, oh, that, that, that is actually happening, that is actually right, but it challenges the way that you've been mm -hmm. for the last uh, 30 years. So obviously that's something, that's the reason why I think maybe some people are like, oh, I, I don't want to know. Like I know, but I don't want to know. And that's, I think you need to break sort of that point for people to make their own decision about it. That's yes. what I, I kind of wanted to say, because um, I feel society has really taught us that way. I mean, people have yeah. been eating that way for years. I mean, it's gotten worse, like it's gotten more and more and more lately. But um, I think a good example is 
when I was a kid um, and I went to the grocery store with my mom, they would hand me these um, bear sausages. I don't know if you have yeah. them in the UK. There's like a like a tiny bear face like printed on the sausage. Okay, so it's no. super cute. And like as a child, you get the perception that this is uh, cute and okay yeah, to eat. This, yeah. this is nice. This yeah. is kind of how it grows on uh, trees, for example. Mm -hmm. yeah. And the whole industry has really taught us that it's normal to yeah. con consume meat, to consume eggs, dairy. And so I totally understand that it's hard to drop that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so too. But on the other hand, that's what I believe. And I, if you, for example, um, um, learn more about personal developing as well. Like mm -hmm. When we go back, let's go away from that nutrition thing. Yeah. But we're talking about, like you said, like what, I what industry or what society has told us. I think like right now, and I'm also like a little bit in that uh, spiritual kind mm -hmm. of um, community. And we talk about something which is like an awakening, like mm -hmm. people actually nowadays with the internet, we are able to kill this black box like yeah. we just talked about before. Mm -hmm. Like now we can actually do some research, we can reflect ourselves, we can rethink what we did in the last couple of years. Because if we wouldn't, we would st our society would stop, right? And I think re-questioning, like Lena just said it, like questioning, was this good what we were eating the last couple of years? Is it good what people are teaching us in school? Is it good the way we work and that we only sit on a table the whole day long? And so on and so on. Like questioning our society, questioning our community and where we live in is like something where we are right now and where we can really, where we have like a big potential in actually moving forward and, and change something. Yeah. And I think that's, even though your mother or whoever gave you like 30 years this kind of sausage, now you can just open the internet read what's inside of sausage and you straight away know that you actually don't want to eat it. Yeah. Because, yeah? But we're not doing it, but we can. It's true. I mean, <laughs> on, on the example of something that you sort of grew up with your parents and that your parents maybe fed you, I think there's also an element of, for instance, like I think that both my dad and my mom are great cooks, probably yeah, my mom course. more than my dad. Yeah. And in my head, it's almost like I know that if she cooks something and I say, no, like it almost feels like, oh, you know, it's a bit sad because she she is a really good cook. So I think that's sort of, obviously, there's also a personal element in that. But yeah, it is a really good point. And I have a challenge for myself at the end of this podcast. But uh, well, I think we have still 10 minutes. Um, I wanted to ask you two more things. Uh, one is, I mean, on the one hand, I would say there are true vegans, as in people really embrace it or may make a conscious decision like yourselves. And I think because it has also become a bit of a fashionable trend, there's probably a lot of people like, oh, it's cool and it's hip to be vegan. How do you, I mean, is there any way for you guys to sort of, you know, spot them and see, oh, these are just, the, you know, the bullshit people? You know, I imagine on YouTube, there's probably so many. On Instagram, there's so many. We talk about these vegan vegetarian diets. And actually, it's just because it serves a second purpose or because it's fashionable and they just jump on the on the wagon because it's a fashionable thing. And this feeds also into the fact that Leonard, you just come back from the States, uh, from California especially, as in how have, you, how have you seen it there? Because California in this sense, as in it's always been quite a, a green state, an environmental-friendly state. Um, how, how are people about the topic and do you feel that it's a actual real embrace of the vegan concept or it's more of a bit of a fad that might or might not be there in five years from now? Well, I totally agree that it's a fashion in a way, probably, for some people. 
and it's also a big market if you think about it like all these um there you talked about instagram there's a bunch of bodybuilders that are vegan and that they have their own products yeah. like supplements that are being and of course it's a huge uh, commercial um, potential but i feel like an animal wouldn't really care if it's not murdered due to ethical reasons by a true vegan or due to fashion reasons yeah. by someone else. Yeah. So The result would, yeah. is the same positive one anyway, even exactly. if it's... A, so yeah. I would never um, distinguish between uh, either like a fashion or like yeah. a really convinced vegan because I think um, we as consumers have so much power right now. If um, You can tell by... Um, there's German companies like Biesenhof that mm -hmm. um, is a meat factory basically and they yeah. have their own vegan options now. <laughs> yeah. It's... Oh wait, no. Was it Wiesenhof? Jungweider uh, Mühle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, it's a different one. <laughs> yeah. And you can tell that the consumer's power is so big and if it's getting more and more people, no matter for which reason, um, it's a good thing. So I, would, yeah. I wouldn't distinguish. And you um, asked about the US. Mm -hmm. um, of course, California is a lot different than probably the mid-states in mm -hmm. the US, I feel. Um, but yeah, I mean, you, you can totally tell that it's uh, like companies know that there are custom customers out there and it's worth it yeah, um, investing to invest also in, in these um, options. Yeah. Uh, you could totally tell there are plenty of vegan restaurants right there. Um, not as much as here though, gotta, mm -hmm. gotta admit that. But yeah, I think it's a good thing either way. Yeah. Mm. What do you think, uh, Lars? I think as long as people are spreading the message in a way of um, love for the planet and yeah. for the animals, I think it's a message and <laughs> this can change something. And what the other thing you said, like of course it's a market for vegan products. But then again, like I said before, we also, like you said it as well, we have to question this as well. Some people even actually say, we're not talking about vegan, we're talking about plant-based, which is such a better term. Mm -hmm. Because this means, like, similar to what you said, that you're not only eating, like, plants, like avocado, avocados coming from South America, but you also take care of that you only eat, eat regional food and mm -hmm. food which is not overcooked and stuff like this, more like into this whole yeah. healthy thing. Um, and then if you look at all these vegan products which are trending right now, of course, there's a lot of shit in this as well, like some, I don't know, chemicals. Um, so then you have to question your habit again. Yeah. But this is what also makes life diff uh, interesting, right? If you question and learn ourselves, um, and then you can really change something. Yeah. What are the top three documentaries that you would recommend to watch? Yeah, so Hope What You Eat Matters. Is Whole Body Matters? Hope What You Eat Matters. Hope. Hope, hope is like healing of planet Earth. Mm -hmm. So Hope What You Eat Matters, you can check that one out on YouTube. Okay, that's one. And of course, Cospiracy probably, which is the... Um, environmental perspective mm -hmm. of um, the meat and dairy industry and number three I don't I'm in between what the health and Dominion I think have you seen Dominion no I haven't. it's like on the whole ethical point depending mm -hmm. on kind of what you get want to get your knowledge on that's super ethical and what the health provides you with uh, the health um, yeah. benefits of a plant-based diet yeah so that's okay. for now but yeah. And Hope mixes yeah. this up, like they show you like the health benefits and the ethical reasons, which is like why this one convinced me to become vegan. Yeah. All okay. <laughs> yeah. But that's, check all check all them out. That's uh, <laughs> really awesome. I've watched Cowspiracy. I thought it was uh, I thought it was really good. There was another yeah. one, and I mean that's 
I think I love this conversation, and I think we could stay here for a very long time <laughs> because I could have gone also, you know, into the whole sugar uh, yeah. topic <laughs> and sugar lobbies. Uh, there's a really good documentary mm-hmm. about that, which I think is called Forks uh, Forks Over Knives. Uh, watched it on Netflix. Oh, yeah, that's a good one too. And I thought mm-hmm. that was really, really good. I mean, it's more on the sort mm-hmm. of you know sugar and how it, mm-hmm. the whole products that yeah. you eat that are actually light are yeah. packed with more sugars yeah. and less fat, and fat is actually good yeah. for you. But not a topic for another time. Um, from, yeah. from my perspective, one, I mean, because I wanted to try anyway, and I think this is as good as a moment as any moment. So next week on Monday, I'm going to open a Slack channel for the three of us, and we'll call it Challenge for Myself or whatever it's called. And so next week, I'm going to try and be vegetarian for at least one for a week. And nice. sort of take it as a... <laughs> As a step-by-step. Awesome. I remember my, my dad tried. He's like, oh, yeah, I'm going to try. I'm going to try. And then I, <laughs> I think he managed to stick with it for like four days or something. He's like, yeah. oh, you're still vegetarian? No, no, no. But yeah, so I'm going to commit myself to at least one week just to see how it is. And hopefully it shouldn't be too hard because, to be honest, as an, I don't eat a lot of meat during the week anyway. Yeah. Um, I think the challenge might be to try and have either a prolonged period or to do like a vegan week because that's really like I, I eat eggs, I eat lo- loads of yogurt, so that might be challenging. But One more thing when we talk about these diet, diet challenges. One thing you need to know is if you become vegan, you will lose fat. <laughs> right? That's another very good reason. You will get a little learn. bit skinnier and you maybe look better, but this is what happens when you become vegan. Many I'll people, are, seriously, yeah. Many people are like, ah, oh, I want to lose a little bit of weight. If I Just, lose more, my girlfriend's not going to be happy. She's yeah. already complaining. But, <laughs> but yeah. like, can you get any better looking though? Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I try my best. <laughs> well, thank you guys. That's a positive note uh, yeah. to finish on. But thanks so, thanks so much for making it. We yeah, had, thank you yeah, too. Uh, thank you whopping so 50 minutes, so that was uh, was really good. And I hope that at the, as the next time that I'm in Hamburg, maybe we can do sort of an episode two where I can for come sure. up yeah, with. Come Let's up get with, deeper uh, into this. Topics. And thanks for making it. Thank you. Thanks.